Blog Talk Radio. These words redistribute the wealth, economic equality, are buzzwords that our own president has used. There is history, there's quantifiable data to prove that these buzzwords, this economic philosophy that he's touting, does not work. Capitalism versus collectivism, and collectivism fails. How many more industries will Obama fail? He's the six trillion dollar man, hoping change it once again. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You're telling me he's leading, I'll just tell you you are blind. Since this term he's golfed over a hundred times Taking 61 vacations, is he out of his mind? And he's bowing to Salvi Kings, he must be out of his mind He's demonizing success with pay your fair share Which is pure hypocrisy, he's a multi-millionaire Don't you dare claim you build a business from scratch Cause as the old Obama saying goes, he didn't build that He's King George and we compose the colonies When terrorists attack, he issues them apologies Added trillions to the debt Cause that's Obama policy Since be your brother's keeper But won't help his own in poverty He's putting off the debt On the backs of the children Can't create a net job But promise two million Obamacare raises taxes by 500 billion We gotta vote him out If we want the country healing He's a six trillion dollar man Hoping change it was a scam Every baby born Owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam You didn't build that You didn't build that That's Obama style you didn't build that, you didn't build that That's Obama style Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan Basic economics is something he doesn't understand You didn't build that, you didn't build that That's Obama style You didn't build that, you didn't build that That's Obama style Spreading the wealth is absolutely not charity. You really want America with shared prosperity? That means what you earned. You don't get to keep. He says we're going forward off a cliff. Yet yeah, a big leap. But he's a collectivist. So what can you expect? He wants you to sign your check over through the IRS. Biden's countless gas on my numbing to observe. He spelled out jobs as a three-letter word. Obama doesn't like to leave. He'd rather be dancing 40 grand a Play bank with up at Clooney's mansion. See, Clint Eastwood made this very evident. Every time you see an empty chair, you see the president. When you're going to get gas, don't you feel you're being robbed? Well, the Keystone Pipeline is a shovel-ready job. And I'm so tired of this Barack the hero drama. Steel Team 6 got Osama, not Obama. He's a $6 trillion man, hoping change it was a scam. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You need to that's Obama style. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. That's Obama style. So this is the Obama nation that we're living in.
$100,000 of debt per citizen. 23 million Americans out of a job. The Torah opportunity, it needs a new knob. He spent $5.4 trillion, so remember this fall. If we re-elect Obama, there's no future at all. Cut the spending now. Oh yeah, and before I forget, young Americans have to pay back that national debt. He's a $6 trillion man, hoping change it was a scam. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. $6 trillion man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. Well, the two different tracks that America is on, restoring a truly authentic, benevolent free market where the entrepreneur can flourish and the hard work is what creates the job. I don't no, no, I don't think so. Well, I don't hear one over here. Well, welcome, folks, and good evening. Welcome to another hour of the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Wow, it is cold outside. I'm in Georgia. Uh, at least this week, and uh, it is raining, it's freezing cold, folks are saying it's going to snow, there's salt trucks out everywhere, can you believe that, here in beautiful Georgia, not too far from Atlanta, um, it uh, folks are in a panic, the schools are closed, of course, for President's Day, but if today were not President's Day, school was Schools would be closed here. Folks would be staying in. They'd be home. Everyone's going crazy. Oh, man, it's cold outside. And and it just may snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. All right. Today's date is let's just get let's get the party started the way we usually do. Today's date is February. Yeah, we're we're still in February, February 16th, 2015, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Hey, did you guys see, you know, I'm a Fox News guy. And um of course, I um my homepage uh All right. Looks like we had some some technical issues. They've been since resolved. You know, I'm not sure what's happening with Blog Talk Radio. You know, they really kind of fall.
There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. My name is Albert Lee Guillory and I'm the Senator for the 24th District right here in beautiful Louisiana. Recently I made what many are referring to as a bold decision to switch my party affiliation to the Republican Party. I wanted to take a moment to explain why I chose to become a Republican and also to explain why I don't think it was a bold decision at all. It is the right decision, not only for me but for all my brothers and sisters in the black community. You see, in recent history, the Democrat Party has created the illusion that their agenda and their policies are what's best for black people. Somehow it's been forgotten that the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an abolitionist movement with one simple creed, that slavery is a violation of the rights of man. Frederick Douglass called Republicans the party of freedom and progress. And the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, the author of the Emancipation Proclamation. It was Republicans in Congress who authored the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, giving former slaves citizenship, voting rights, and due process of law. The Democrats, on the other hand, were the party of Jim Crow. It was Democrats who defended the rights of slave owners. It was the Republican President Dwight Eisenhower who championed the Civil Rights Act of 1957. But it was the Democrats in the Senate who filibustered the bill. You see, at the heart of liberalism is the idea that only a great and powerful big government can be the benefactor of social justice for all Americans. But the left is only concerned with one thing, control. And they disguise this control as charity. Programs such as welfare, food stamps, these programs aren't designed to lift black Americans out of poverty. They were always intended as a mechanism for politicians to control the black community. The idea that blacks, or anyone for that matter, need the government to get ahead in life is despicable. And even more important, this idea is a failure. Our communities are just as poor as they have always been. Our schools continue to fail children. Our prisons are filled with young black men who should be at home, being fathers. Our self-initiative and our self-reliance have been sacrificed in exchange for allegiance to our overseers who control us by making us dependent on them. Sometime I wonder if the word freedom 
is tossed around so frequently in our society that it has become a cliché. The idea of freedom is complex and it's all-encompassing. It's the idea that the economy must remain free of government persuasion. It's the idea that the press must operate without government intrusion. And it's the idea that the emails and phone records of Americans should remain free from government search and seizure. It's the idea that parents must be the decision makers in regards to their children's education, not some government bureaucrat. But most importantly, it is the idea that the individual must be free to pursue his or her own happiness, free from government dependence and free from government control. Because to be truly free is to be reliant on no one other than the author of our destiny. These are the ideas at the core of the Republican Party, and it is why I am a Republican. So my brothers and sisters of the American community, please join with me today in abandoning the government plantation and the party of disappointment so that we may all echo the words of one Republican leader who famously said, Free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Welcome back, folks, to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We had the, the a power outage just as I was about to to get into the show. The power crapped out all over the neighborhood, and then it just came back on. It's like, okay, the power went out, so I thought maybe maybe I overloaded something, and so I got up to you know to get to to rush downstairs and. Down through the living room and through the kitchen and through the garage and then back into the back of the garage where the little storage area is to switch the power back on. But I looked outside and it was all dark all over. So I was saying, "Oh man, it's not me. You know, it's the it's the neighborhood." And um, I got a feeling like the power is going to do that on and off for the next couple of days because when we have storms here. And uh, in Georgia, I tell you what, you know, all sorts of crazy things happen, like uh, power outages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what happened. And so now we're back, which is great. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad <laughs> we're back. I thought maybe we'd have to, you know, let this one go for the night and then just, you know, probably start again tomorrow. But uh we didn't have to do that, so that's very good. I'm glad to hear it. So anyway, so now let's get back to what we were talking about because it's important. Todd's American Dispatch earlier today uh, wrote an article, uh, Moral Cowardice. That, that's the title of the article. And the article reads, the White House won't call latest victims uh, of Islamic radicals Christians. They won't label them Christians, even though the radicals themselves are calling them Christians. They're saying that they are beheading Christians. But the White House is 
is saying they're not no oh no 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 we can't go around using words like Christians what is going on with these folks what is the problem here things are things are way things are way out of line so um Obama is set to host uh, a generic uh, violent extremist summer uh, summit once his uh, golf game is over. That's another article there on uh, <laughs> on uh, oh my goodness on Fox Nation. Just but check it out. But let's get started with the showdown. Now that we're back, hopefully there won't be another another uh, uh, power outage, and and we'll be in, and we'll get this party started. Is Obama stupid? And lazy. That's the question. It's an it's an actual question. Is Obama both stupid and lazy? I know it sounds provocative, doesn't it? It is. It's a provocative question. Because evidence is mounting that Obama may not be as intelligent as his supporters and cheerleaders in the media constantly assure us that he is. I remember when the president was running for office. I was listening to uh, a radio broadcast and um I forget the name of uh, I, for, I forgot the name of, of the host of the show, but it it was a host uh, a show on MSNBC. Don Imus Don Imus, Imus in the morning. So now Don Imus was hosting a, more, a radio show, and they were discussing politics, at, and they were discussing presidential candidates, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And the gentleman who was being interviewed by Don Imus, um, well, he, he said something that, that, that Imus questioned, and, and so did I as I was driving down the road. Now, the the, the young man said that he... That, that Obama was brilliant and that his IQ was off the charts. And, of course, Don Imus questioned that immediately, and he asked, uh, well, how do you know? How do you know how you know that, that his IQ is off the charts? Well, you know, he and, – and, and, and so the young man sort of danced around – you know Don Imus's question, but he never really answered it. He just says he's a very smart man. He's he, he's a brilliant man, and you know he knows a lot more about uh, foreign policy than his policy advisors, and that uh, you know he typically writes his own speeches and his own uh, papers and and so on and so forth. This is uh, that was the claim being made by by the young man being being interviewed in 2008 by by Don Imus, and so um. As we as we've come to understand, the media has played up Obama's intellect uh, and made it made it seem as though he. Wait a minute! I'm just looking at the the the. the I'm looking at the the chat room here, and Michelle, Lady Michelle, saying I should have paid my electric bill. You know, typically, Michelle, they'll cut the electric off a little earlier. <laughs> Than 8 p.m. just to give you a chance to come in and 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 pay it before it gets too late. But hey, I've I've had that experience once or twice. That's how I know. But uh, back back to what I was saying. <laughs> so 
the media has played up Obama's intellect, uh, and they've made it out. Uh, you know, they've made him uh, seem so much smarter than uh, than has uh, than has come come to light. Um, you know, typically we hear folks say he's the smartest guy in the room. He's the most he's the smartest president that we've had in decades. You know, he he's brilliant. Uh, he's so much smarter than everyone else around him, and so on and so on and so forth. Well, the reality may be that Obama is mostly a creation of the liberal media, as a lot of us uh, conservatives and and liberals have have discovered. Indeed, the more we dig into uh, Obama's past, the more we find very little substance and discover how a network of liberal professors, law firms, and others gave him a pass on performance while he pursued his political agenda. Obama, as I have stated many times, is the ultimate affirmative action hire. You know, when you hire we, – we all know what affirmative action is and what it means. That That's when you hire someone solely based on their race or in some cases, in a lot of cases, their, their gender. Um, in ter- you know, if you're a woman, so not not on not on you know your actual skill level, and of course there've been lots of lawsuits filed, and some even reaching the Supreme Court level of, of uh, white folks, um, you know, saying, well, you know, I'm qualified for this job, I've had this much experience, I've I've been able to do this and to do that, and I'm not, I did not get the job. And a person who uh, came in of color who didn't have nearly as much as, uh, experience as as I, and certainly wasn't as operationally experienced in terms of uh, you know being able to do the job, got the job simply because they needed to fill a quota and put a person of color in that job, whether he was competent or not. The case here is very clear. Obama got a pass, it seems, on a lot. Throughout his life, simply based on the fact that he spoke well and his skin color. We, I grew up in the age of affirmative action. And quite frankly, my friends, me, Dr. C. Robert Jones, <laughs> I made out like a bandit on that affirmative action stuff. Let me tell you something right now. You know, in the early 80s, you know, there were concerns that, you know, the Marine Corps wasn't, you know, promoting uh, – there there weren't enough Marine officers in the officers' ranks. There weren't enough, uh, you know, enough, uh, uh, enough, enough black Marine officers in the officer ranks. There weren't enough this and enough that. And so a lot of us, you know, seized on those opportunities. You know, I, I received my appointment to the Naval Academy along with Montel Williams and, and several other uh, notable people, people you may have heard of if I if I wanted to drop their names. Montel and I attended the Naval Academy right around the same time. We were both corporals in the Marine Corps. We both received appointments to the Academy not having any idea that it was going to happen. You know, I was a young Marine. And I was an uh, an sergeant instructor out at Quantico, the Marine base there, as a corporal. And once I finished uh, putting through a couple of companies uh, of um, officer candidates through, I wanted to head out to the drill field. I wanted to become a drill instructor. I even wanted to um, to um, to to go on recruiting duty. 
And at the time, I was 19, and uh, and uh, I was told that uh, I was just I was just about to turn 19, and I was told that you know I was too immature, too young, and uh, I I was crushed because I didn't I didn't get the chance to to become a drill instructor or or head out to um, to recruiting duty. And the next thing you know, two weeks later, I received my appointment to the academy. So. I believe a lot of that had to do, and a lot of things I, I want, a lot of a lot of opportunities that were presented to me came to me as a result of affirmative action, and I believe that our president benefited that from that tremendously as well. I was, I just happened to be competent. I happened to be good at what I did. I managed to last as a marine for 32 years, so I was fairly competent at what what was needed, and because. In all fairness, we did manage to get some black Marines, Hispanic uh, Marine officers in the officers' ranks, but we don't last too long at that point. You know, you reach a ceiling at, at the first lieutenant level where if you don't make captain, you're headed out the door. You're 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 on your way to some reserve station somewhere in your neighborhood. You're out of the you're out of you're out of active service. So I mean, there are safeguards. For, for what we do in, in the military and the Marine Corps, especially. But Obama seems to have skated sincerely. We know very little about Obama's economic, ac- academic performance. Sources state that he attended an elite K-12 school in Hawaii called the Punahoa School. But the school claims that his records are missing. How convenient is that? Obama attended the prestigious Occidental College in California. But this is puzzling, however, because he has admitted in his book and elsewhere uh, that he was engaged in heavy-duty drug use while in high school. This seems to show that his studies were the last thing on his mind. However, he got it, how, how he got in remains a mystery, and Obama's attorneys have blocked access to those records. Obama finished up his undergraduate years at Columbia College, but again, Obama won't release those records either. We have no information to suggest that he was a good student on any level. We do know, however, that he did not graduate with honors from Columbia. As the New York Times writes, and I quote, a university spokesman, Brian Connolly, confirmed that Obama graduated with a major in political science but without honors. Nevertheless, he was later admitted to Harvard Law School. What does that tell us? Affirmative action. Good-looking black guy. Speaks well. Well, we know we need to have a we need to have a, a brother. You know, we, we 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 got some. We got we got a, we got a couple of Hispanics here. We got two Asians. We got um. We got an East Indian here. We need two black guys. Okay, where are we gonna get these guys? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude Barry Satoro, Satoro, uh, Obama, whatever his name is, been funded by some billionaire named George Soros. George says, uh, well, you know, he's he's. He's, he's throwing a little bit of jack my way here at the admissions office for a new uh, gymnasium. 
So well, let's let's admit Barry. And no, I'm not saying that's how it happened, but affirmative action, in my opinion, was at play, and it's just an opinion. But the question begs: Why wasn't Obama's records? Why why are his records sealed? I'm talking about sealed from kindergarten all the way through his law school tenure. Why do we not know what the president of the United States of America's grades are? Again, why do we care? Well, it speaks to the issue that Obama has been played up to be so very brilliant. So very brilliant. A genius. Hmm. Indeed, the only article anyone can find written by Obama during his undergraduate years is one published by the Sundial, a campus newspaper titled Breaking the War Mentality. How appropriate is that? It's an idiotic piece that reads like something out of the mind of a 14-year-old. I've read it. Moreover, it simply repeats the propaganda line of various campus anti-war groups. He writes favorably of nuclear freeze groups whom we now know, thanks to the opening of KGB archives, were being manipulated by the Soviets. Indeed, the numerous efforts of Obama's legal team to seal all his academic records brings suspicion that Obama wants to hide his lack of academic achievements. After all, wasn't it liberals who suggested that George Bush, W, was a dullard? Uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, that's dumbass in, in plain English. Because he allegedly received a few C's, or he held a C average while uh, pursuing his MBA at Harvard. Huh. But he was considered he's considered to be an idiot because back because back when back when he was president folks were talking about his c average grade low, grades so maybe obama learned from that and decided he was going to hide his below level grades because a man who 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 is as narcissistic as obama one would think that he'd want his grades out there for all to see to 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 reinforce his superior intellect because I tell you right now, I've posted my grades on Facebook many times because I'm damn proud. But then again, that's just me. I don't have anything to hide in that regard. But, well, what does it mean? I think it means that liberal college administrators at Occidental and Columbia admitted him based on his skin color and perhaps even his liberal political pedigree. I, that's what I think. I mean, maybe you agree, maybe maybe not. It's affirmative action, my friends. He was he was he was admitted to all of these schools based on his skin color. 
it's it's an opinion. Of course it is, because we we can't know for sure. But you know we've talked about this before. Not graduating with honors from Columbia College almost guarantees that Obama's acceptance to Harvard Law School was hinged on affirmative action. We also know that some prominent liberals were lobbying the school to gain 